everyone, and a very warm welcome to Grow Your Own Way, a podcast for anyone looking to reclaim the power of their own personal growth and be exactly who they want to be. I'm your host, Kevin Roberts, and I'm a coach, learning and development professional, and growth geek who genuinely gets joy out of helping people become the best versions of themselves. Throughout this podcast, we aim to give everyone the belief that there is no one right way to grow, and hopefully we will inspire and motivate people to forge their own paths and in turn, live a life that is true to them. In today's episode, I'll be sharing some life lessons that were inspired by a recent holiday to Iceland. Now, this holiday was such a timely reminder for me to slow down and just enjoy life. But almost by accident, I ended up taking note of things that were actively recharging my batteries and improving my happiness. So, when I got back, I had the urge to share these thoughts, and that's what I'm doing. So, if you're ready, let's get started. Well, it's great to be back and talking to you all again. It feels like an absolute age since our last episode. Uh, I think there's been a combination of the holiday, the workload, a corrupt computer file, and as you may hear, me losing my voice as well. But hopefully we're over all of that uh, and we are back at it today to record another episode. Uh, And today's episode is a little different to what we're used to, in that I don't actually have a specific topic. Uh, It's more just a bunch of thoughts that I would love to share. Uh, And as I said in the intro, these thoughts were inspired by my recent trip to Iceland. Now, of course, I mean the country, not the supermarket. Believe me, I heard every pun imaginable on that one. Now, when I booked the holiday, it was purely just to get away. I had no plans to take inspiration from it, and I had zero intention of recording an episode about it. However, from the moment I landed, something within me just changed. And like so many people, I haven't travelled for such a long time. So I almost forgot what it does to you. And I was a bit overwhelmed at times, especially with the positivity and the happiness within me. And, and so overwhelmed, actually, on more than one occasion, I was a little bit teary. And when there is so much joy travelling through your body, it only felt right for me to try and capture that and replicate it when I got home. So whilst I was at the airport on my way home, I, I found myself making notes about what made me so happy, what made a difference to my energy, what happened that just allowed me to be, well, me. Uh, and some of them were very, very specific to me. But some of them were also lessons that I'd either never considered or ones that over the last couple of years that I'd forgotten about. And today I just wanted to share five of these lessons with you that I believe we can all do with relearning in the hope that some listeners will hear them and maybe take positive steps to reclaim their happiness or energy. So lesson number one was to not focus on things that are outside of my control. Uh, This is one that I've spoken about many times before. Uh, Maybe I've said things like control the controllables or focus on your circle of influence, but it's always worth talking about. Before I went on holiday, uh, I did a little research to prepare. Uh, And one of the tips that they they gave was to be prepared for excursions to be cancelled. So due to the unreliable and ever-changing weather, trips could be cancelled at very short notice. Uh, And whilst I was there, that's exactly what happened. I had a couple of trips cancelled because of bad weather. One of them was about 30 minutes before I was due to be picked up. And at this point, I I had a couple of ways I could have reacted to the situation. And maybe you'll hear this and actually relate. I I could have been very angry about it and just moaned and complained about how annoying it was. Or I could have just accepted it and made other plans. So I ask, in that scenario, what, what option would you have taken? Can you think back to your previous experiences and have you opted to walk one of those paths before? Now, if I'd focused on things outside of my control, if I had that first response, what would my holiday have been like? I would have put myself in a bad mood. Maybe I would have sulked a bit. And that would have inevitably ruined the rest of my holiday. And I could have missed out on so much. Yet by not letting that negativity in, 
By focusing what I could do and moving on to a plan B, I was able to control my energy. My days were unaffected. Yes, I had to move some bits about, but I still did everything I wanted. I was still happy and I still had a great time. And this could be relevant to so many different things in our lives. Uh, Say we had plans to meet up with friends, but one of them canceled. What, What do we do then? Do we complain about how everything is ruined, our weekend is ruined? Or do we just move on and do a different activity? Maybe at work someone's let us down or they've called in sick. We can't control that. But what can we control? We can certainly control like how we move forward with our work. And it's relevant to things, maybe someone cuts you up on your way to work, a shop is sold out of a particular item, uh, things go horribly wrong when you're trying to record a podcast. Or maybe the event you were planning to go to was cancelled. Uh, and after COVID, I think we've all experienced that one. But all of these things can happen that we just can't control. So why are we tempted to spend so much energy focusing on them? Surely we'd be much happier if we just focused our energy on just getting on with life, finding that plan B, focusing instead on what we can control. And and that was the first lesson I I kind of relearned. Uh, And my second lesson reminded me of the importance of being outdoors or in nature. Now, one thing that is really obvious right away in Iceland is they're outdoors people. They have beautiful nature everywhere. It's hard not to love being outside. And this is evidence when you talk to people. Uh, One guy that had even said, that's why we're all so happy. And at first I thought he was joking, but then I realized actually every single person I met was really friendly and really happy. And on top of that, they were really healthy. And a little digging around shows actually they Iceland are in the top 10 countries for life expectancy. And that can't be a coincidence, can it? So I looked at myself, how I was feeling spending so much time outside. And it was like I was a completely different person. And if you were to simply Google now, how does being outside benefit me? You will see a bunch of reasons. Uh, It includes improving your mood, reducing stress, improving confidence, lowering blood pressure, calming your mind. I could literally go on and on and on about this. And I was getting all of these benefits from just being outside more. It was pretty much all day, every day. And I'll challenge you now, think about it. Think about the last time you were outside. Maybe the last time you went on a walk or you were at the beach or sitting on a park bench. How did it make you feel? Really imagine just being outside in nature. And I'm guessing the chances are just imagining it is already making you feel that little bit better. But I I think my favourite story I heard about being outside was about an Icelandic artist called Johannes Svensson Carvel. Uh, I apologise if I butchered his name there, but he's arguably one of Iceland's most famous artists. And his work is stunning. Uh, He'd often paint landscapes, uh, and in some of his paintings, it was suggested that there were elves or other mythical figures. And he was often asked about this. He said, oh, did you see them? Are they real? And questions like that. And he would often say, if you want answers, just spend time outside. That's where the truth is. Now, I paraphrase that from what my guy told me, but I love, absolutely love that story. And it's because the outside just freshens our minds. It lets us see things more clearly. Whether we're trying to figure out a, a, an answer to a problem, uh, whether we're just caught in our head or we're having trouble in a relationship. All of these can be supported by being outside. So I certainly came back with the renewed dedication to spend more time outside so I can feel all the abundance of benefits that come with it. Now, the third lesson is a bit of a left turn here, but I learned about the power of breaking up with my phone. And this is like a two-part lesson. 
Now, I think like most people, my phone can have a power over me, uh, whether it just grabs my attention every time it buzzes or I'm using it to mindlessly scroll through social media. I, I don't really think twice about it, especially if like, I'm sat on the sofa or lying in bed. But as I was traveling, I, I made a commitment to not use it so much. So I muted all of my chats, I switched off all of my notifications, and I only used my phone as a travel aid. Uh, and I don't think I'm exaggerating when I say it felt like some shackles had been cut. I'd never really noticed it before. But when your phone is constantly pinging and buzzing, you are constantly being drawn away from the here and now. So instead of being present in whatever you are doing or wherever you are, maybe you're just trying to relax, maybe you're with your friends or families. Instead, your attention is just drawn to your phone. Now, I mean, I love the people in my life. I, I love my friends' groups chats. But when I'm taking time for myself, that's where I want my focus to be. Not if there's a funny meme that's being sent around or a pictures are being liked, but just simply enjoying my moments. Uh, and this links then to the second part of that lesson. Now, I always thought that I was just this miserable so-and-so and I'd say, put the phone down and enjoy the moment. I would look around at people like at concerts, at firework displays, at special occasions, football games, whatever it was, and they were watching the world through their phones. And I would just say, why? Just be present. Now, when you feel like you're in the minority, I, I, you can begin to think, actually, am I wrong about this? Should I be filming everything? Uh, am I the odd one out? But I got my answer to this during one of my trips. Um, I went whale watching, which is something I have wanted to do for as far back as I can remember. So I made a very conscious decision to not have my phone out at all. Like I wasn't taking any pictures. I just wanted to see some whales and be in the moment. Now, on this trip, you had plenty of people filming, lots of cameras scanning the sea. Uh, and people were looking at the phones to see if they could get their focus and so on, which I completely understand. But there were also a few others who were just like me and they were just looking out to sea. We were just kind of just really scanning everything and we could see more because we weren't looking it through a screen. And then we saw a whale breach. And I'd like to guess, who do you think got the most out of the experience of seeing that whale? And I don't mean who got the best shot. I mean, who got the best experience? And I kind of think about it, those who had their phones and their cameras out, the things that they were saying were like, oh no, I missed it, or oh, that's a bit blurry. They were almost focused on the proof of what they've seen. But what did I feel? Well, I was present. I, I saw everything. And even now, I can remember exactly how I felt. Um, and I'll tell you what, it, it was a good job it was raining on the day because I was crying. <laughs> I get teary thinking about it. That's the power of that emotion. Uh, the couple next to me were hugging and kissing because they were so happy. Everyone who wasn't filming or taking pictures was smiling. And while others were kind of beating themselves up at trying to get that perfect shot. Now, I know people love their phones. I know that pictures are, are, are valuable. I know people love capturing the moment. And I'd never tell anyone to stop that completely. But I would always recommend just try putting it away. Just try being present in a specific moment. Yes, I know a picture will allow you to replay that scene. A video will allow to capture the moment. But being present will allow you to replay the emotion and the experience. And that lesson that I learned there gave me a moment that I will remember for the rest of my life. And maybe more importantly, it will give me a feeling that I can tap into at any time. And for me, that was worth breaking up with my phone for for a little bit. Uh, so moving on from that, um, what was the fourth lesson? The fourth lesson was, oh, it was about how powerful it is to connect with new people. Now I traveled on my own, so you could potentially argue if I didn't meet new people, I just wouldn't talk to anyone. But as you can guess, I'm, I'm a bit of a chatty person 
Uh, so I do uh, just talk to anyone anyway. And I met some truly wonderful people. One of my guides was genuinely, I think, the most inspiring person I have ever met. And the more people I spoke to, the more stories I heard uh, about their travels. Uh, I learned about new traditions and cultures. I heard some wonderful love stories and I laughed an incredible amount. And it wasn't until I got home that I realised actually there was one thing that we never spoke about. And that was work. No one asked me what I did and I didn't ask anyone. We just spoke about the things that we were passionate about. We spoke about our lives. And that was incredible. Now, one of my core bugaboos, if you want to say, is when you're at a social event like a wedding and someone, as an opener, asks, oh, so what job do you do? And it, it, it's such a pet peeve of mine. I'm, I'm so much more than a job role. Uh, I, I'm, I'm more than my work. It literally asks me about any aspect of my life and I'll happily talk about it. It's like a really awkward icebreaker when you don't know what to talk about. And I think that's a core reason why some of us don't like talking to new people. That brief introduction can almost turn into like an interrogation. We feel like we have to sound exciting or people won't want to talk to us anymore. And that's a little heartbreaking. So if we start, when we start talking to new people, if we just remove that topic, well, what's left? Well, we find out so much more about each other. We get to the core of who someone is. We hear about their experiences. We hear the stories they want to tell. Uh, and I genuinely believe that I am richer for every single conversation I had on holiday. Not just because of what I was, like, what I heard, but how I was talking to people too. People asked me what was on my bucket list, what's ma- what trip made me the happiest. I even got talking to a lady from Texas and we were comparing what a barbecue is. And I think I now really want to try a Texas barbecue compared to what we have in the UK. But I suppose my point is, if you talk to the same people, you'll hear the same stories. Speaking to new people you'll hear those new stories, new points of views, new voices. And when you hear all of that, just who knows what you'll pick up along the way. And the final lesson that I wanted to share today, and one that I'll leave you with, is to stop saying someday and start saying today. Now, throughout the holiday, I was amazed at the amount of people who have said, I always wanted to come here, so I just booked it. I spoke to a girl when when I landed who literally booked her flight two days before. She managed to find a small window Uh, where she could travel and just took the opportunity. And I wonder how many of us live our lives saying, one day I will, or I wish I could. And what if more of us just said, screw it, and took the leap? Now, I know as I say this, some people may even be angry with me. I know this is going to get resistance because I know that people don't just have the freedom to up and leave with two days notice. I completely understand that. So instead, what if we started to phrase things differently? Instead of kind of the, the one day I will or screw it, let's do it. What if we had something in the middle? What if we started saying one day I will and then added on and this is how I'm going to do it? What difference do you think that could make? Just that tiny change in our language all of a sudden moves us from talking about dreams to actually planning for them. And that is such a powerful lesson. And it doesn't matter if you are talking about travel or a new job, or a new activity, or a new skill, a new relationship, or even reigniting an old one. If there is something you want to do, something that will make you happy, you deserve to do it. Now, I will tell you that every day if you need to hear it, but whatever it is, if there is something that makes you happy, you deserve it. Now, whether you take any of the lessons from today, whether you follow someone else's guidance, or you trust your gut, if there is something you want to do, why not try and stop saying, I wish I could, And instead, start saying, this is how I can. 
and just see how much freedom that gives you to grow your own way. And that brings us to the end of today's episode. Uh, like I say, a slightly different one than normal, and hopefully I didn't go off into too many tangents, uh, but these lessons really made me think a lot when I got back off holiday, uh, so I hope maybe they've inspired something within you too. Now, I've been receiving some great ideas for future episodes. Please, please keep them coming in. Uh, and as always, if you want to reach out to me, you can do so on my Instagram page with the username of official Grow Your Own Way, uh, or on LinkedIn, just search for Kevin Roberts. Now, as always, I have the usual podcast request. Please subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Uh, Like and review the show on whatever podcast host you are listening through. Uh, And why not tell a friend, especially if you think they would enjoy today's lessons. But for now, I just want to say thank you so much for listening. As always, I'm filled with gratitude for each and every one of you. Uh, I hope that you all stay safe and well, and I will speak to you on the next episode of Grow Your Own Way. Goodbye. Goodbye.